Atlanta Tennis Podcast. Every episode is titled, It Starts With Tennis and Goes From There. We talk with coaches, club managers, industry business professionals, technology experts, and anyone else we find interesting. We want to have a conversation as long as it starts with tennis. Hey, hey, this is Sean with the Atlanta Tennis Podcast, powered by Go Tennis. While you're here, please hit that follow button. And after you listen, please share with your friends and teammates. Also, let us know if you have questions or topics you would like us to discuss, and we will add them to our schedule. With that said, let's get started with 10 Minutes of Tennis. Hey, this is Sean with Go Tennis, and we are here with world-renowned tennis coach Justin Yo, the Australian in Puerto Rico. Ooh, I got to make that rhyme every time. Just the world-renowned tennis pro, Justin Yo, Australian in Puerto Rico. And then Justin, next week we'll get you that uh, we'll get you that background we were talking about. We'll put you in Melbourne Park for sure. But today, let's jump right in. Justin tells me I need a better warm-up routine. So my first question for you, Justin, is what's wrong with my current warm-up routine? Uh, I think you know. Good morning, everyone. I think really the key factor there is just to uh, to know your body, know what you need. Um, and I think where people sort of go wrong is they try to static stretch, which can actually make things worse, you know, try to be dynamic. Um, I think also where people seem to mess it up is they do the same thing every time, try to mix it up, try to change different muscle groups. Um, and then, uh, um, I, this has been a discussion for me multiple times. Your first swing, your first swing needs to be as loose as possible. Like swing the swing the bloody rack, you know. This whole while I gotta warm up, I gotta warm up, I gotta warm up. All you're doing is creating stiffness and no touch. So like elasticity, the muscles already know what to do. The brain spies to it and off it goes. So your first swings, I keep saying to people, swing the bloody thing. Don't don't be like, oh, I gotta swing slowly and I gotta no, the slower, the stiffer you become. So um not a big fan of the half court either. Some people will kill me for saying that, but not a big fan because you don't finish your swing, you don't lengthen your swing, uh, you're just pulling off it and doing the old 90s windscreen wiper garbage that should have been that decade, we can disappear because of the windscreen wiper. Um, but, you know, uh, the other things about warm-ups is I think if I go from kids to amateurs, kids the sooner they get into a better habit of warming up and, and get in routines and spend plenty of time getting their mental emotional physical everything warmed up before a match uh is critical um if i look back on my career big problem was that i didn't understand anything of that and coaches right now should be trying to get kids warming up um i do see a lot of kids saying well i don't want to do the lap around the court well you know what? He's just trying to get your heart rate up and he's trying to give you something simple you don't have to think so much about. But we do need to be better at um, getting kids warmed up and getting them into a habit. Uh, are, so, you still, uh, are you still seeing the, the kids with the static stretches? Because everywhere we go, pretty much most all the academies, especially mm -hmm. modern coaching, the coaches have the kids. Even if it's a, a hamstring pull, it's a walking version. It's a Frankenstein. It's a it's a, what do we call that? Yep. The lunge walking. We, I see that everywhere. So with the kids, I think it's maybe less of a problem than you would say with the amateur adults. 
Yeah, I mean, ad- adults, we grew up and we just, you know, we were told, get into it, let's go. You know, we didn't really understand the, the advantages of body maintenance, you know, and that a lot of injuries can happen just because of, you know, not being prepared early enough, you know, not getting warmed up early enough. Even just the mind, sometimes the mind isn't there and you've got to get, you know, you to get yourself active so the body can be active. My mind uh, is the first thing to cramp in the third set. Yeah, and, and look, uh, the other thing too, cramps can come from also just from, you know, working against tension. Uh, so like, you know, mentally, if you're mentally thinking too much or mentally trying to push yourself through it, that can create the tension and you're working, you know, you're working twice as hard. Uh, that's why I say the first swing's got to be tried as loose as possible. So there is no doubt. You just swing. Um, and every day is a different day. I mean, left side of the brain might be working as well as the right side of the brain and the back end of the forehand is totally different from the day before. So, um, you know, there's a lot of factors coming into the warm-up. If we talk warm-up in a match, don't see enough people identifying the three dimensions, forward, up and back, side to side, up and down. Like they're just hitting the ball, thinking about themselves so much versus, okay, if I hit this one high, what do they do? Oh, they move back. Okay, I should take advantage of that when I'm playing. Like there's a lot of tactical options you can do in the warm-up. Don't see enough people doing that. You're too focused on themselves so much. And really when you're playing tennis, you can't, you got no time to focus on yourself. You have to focus on what you're hitting, where you're hitting, better decisions, tactical options. And um, so the sooner you get it off you, <laughs> the better, you know, and, you know, we talk about that in the performance part, you know, internal, external, you know, thought patterns. People don't understand that enough either. Uh, the, the quicker you can think externally, the better you're going to play. It's just as simple as that. And I hadn't heard a lot of conversation about a tactical warm-up. I have heard people complain and saying somebody tried to win the warm-up where you're hitting winners and nobody likes that warm-up partner. But one of, the things, one of the things I do, this is just me personally, I take as many returns of serve as I serve. Mm-hmm. And, but a lot of that is because I got there early. Get to your match early. You get a, what, a five-minute warm-up, maybe 10 yeah. in a league match. Yep. And in that case, it's not a way to get physically warmed up. So my wife is the fitness instructor. She offers our fitness tips for Go Tennis and the podcast. And she has a whole routine of this is what you can do as you're walking to the court. Here's how you start warming up. You need to be there a few minutes early and get yourself physically ready to go. Yep. You need to be sweating before you even walk onto the court, so to speak, to yep. be physically ready. And two things I do in my warm up, I guess, is tactical. One is when you come to the net to take your volleys, I only chip the ball. I'm only slicing. One, I haven't hit any warm up. I want to, I want to warm up that shot. Yeah. And two, I don't want you to see my top spin that's going to go at you while you're at the net. So mm-hmm. I'm going to chip only when you're at the net. But yeah. I hadn't considered hitting a ball intentionally kind of off to a side or mm-hmm. seeing what my opponent is capable of without trying to hit winners like that guy nobody likes. Yep. Yep. I mean, ta- like tactically, most people at the start, whether they're warmed up or not, it doesn't matter. Because if I if I hit five balls back and forth and then hit them a drop shot and they don't run for the ball, it's like, okay, one, maybe they don't like to run. Tactically, mentally, they're just like, that's the shot they hate. Or two, they're not warmed up. So in the first three games, what am I going to do? I hit a lot of drop shots. It's like, okay, you don't want to come warmed up to this match? I'm not hitting to you. 
you're going to run your ass off. You know, you're going to take the first three games, you know, all that. So, uh, yes, very, very, very important. And Djokovic, Djokovic does a lot of perception stuff. If everyone has noticed, every time he's hitting, he's like this. And he's, he's like forcing the eyes to see and watch the person's racket. You know, I don't know how many people don't watch the other racket in a warm-up. And they're like wondering why their timing's up, you know. Or the person's hitting the ball harder and they're like, oh, my God, this, this guy's harder. Okay, so make a step back, find your timing spot and move forward, you know. Uh, or just start reading the other person's racket earlier, which I don't see enough either. Um, so, but if I was going to give the kids a tip, the first tip I would say is get rid of your phone as quick as possible, depending on how young they are. But phones are definitely going to be a distraction mentally before they play. Adults uh, too. That's not just for kids. Adults as well. Don't want to get in an argument before you come on the court, even though maybe you might fire the first few balls, but that's about <laughs> it. You know, um, phones. Uh, uh, the other tip I would give coaches and kids. When you're doing your academies or you're doing your groups, have each kid come to each session with a different warmer. And it can be just the freakiest animal exercise. You know, they might they might say, Hey, I want to do a tiger, and everyone's two hands, two feet running around the court like this. But come up with something different every single time. Kids get so creative that way, and it just it, the whole group is into it, you know, and it, and the kid has to lead. So he has to show you know, leadership and show everybody's exercise. He has to talk about it. He has, and, and there's no judgment there either because no one knows the exercise, you see. So even the coach should be getting into it too. Like uh, half the coaches probably don't know how, how to bend over and do what these kids do. But, yeah, but it, it creates way more different exercises and way more different things that create, and, and each kid's different. So... I used to do that. I used to have kid run the exercise or run a warm up, and my advanced kids or my top older kids had to come up with a routine, like eight or nine exercises, and you had to follow them. And it would take them, you know, a few days to think about it, write it down, boom, next one in, you know, um, because they all think of different exercises. So get there early. Yep. Get yourself physically ready. Yep. Tactically look at your opponents. Yeah. Hit some different shots in your warm-up. Mm. Make sure you're loose. Yep. And we'll see you again next week. I appreciate Absolutely. it, Justin. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Have fun, guys. Well, there you have it. We want to thank Rejuvenate.com for use of the studio. And be sure to hit that follow button. For more tennis-related content, you can go to AtlantaTennisPodcast.com. And while you're there, check out our calendar of tennis events the best deals on Technofiber products, tennis apparel, and more. If you're a coach, director of any racket sports, or just someone who wants to utilize our online shop, contact us about setting up your own shop collection to offer your branded merchandise to the Atlanta tennis world. And with that, we're out. See you next time.